Attention, class. Attention. We are about to be joined by Professor Dexter Peabody. <laughs> Professor Peabody is our music appreciation expert. Uh, thank you very much, Miss Brooks. And of course, you all remember well the elements of my last production, the music of Mozart in E minor. But I think this is yet my greatest production. Now, Johnny, get the lights, please. <laughs> What's up? Yo, yo. We have a full house today. Hey, hey. A full house today in Satanic Study Hall. Who's with me? Got Francesca Gentili. Dennis Cruzen. I am Joseph Rose. I'm Johnny Voorhees. And I'm Bill Roar. Bill Roar, yes. Uh, (laughs) So welcome to Satanic Study Hall. And we are doing something special today. It is Music Appreciation Day. It is, we are not stuck in study hall, thankfully, so we get to jam out and listen to some school-related tunes. So, Music Appreciation Day is going to be a regular feature here on the podcast. This time, like I said, it's school-related songs, but what are we doing next? Have we settled on at least a topic? Are we going to jump right into dark, demonic shit? Sex-themed. Sex. I can rock with that. There's how many sex songs are there? Nine billion. There's so many to choose from. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah. Um, sex. sex. I think sex it is. Sex it is. So we're going to do sex jams on the next edition. But this time we've got a pretty extensive playlist of songs that are all written about school in some way, shape or form. I mean, you got a couple of far fetched ones when it comes to music videos, but we'll take it. So Satanic Study Hall, if you haven't listened already, is a podcast featuring a rotating bench of Satanists and degenerates where we discuss the history of Satanism from the past to modern day, news and entertainment through the eyes of modern Satanists. We'll do music reviews. We are, as as far as the COVID-19 restrictions go, we're making every effort to become part of local charitable initiatives. And we'll talk about that. We're going to do a whole bunch of talking shit in between. So we are all members of the Satanic Temple. Again, this is the first time we've had all of us under the same roof. How do you guys feel about that? We're not chatting in a fucking Facebook group. It's exciting. I like it. Uh, We introduced ourselves briefly before, but my name is Bill Rohr. I am a member of the Satanic Temple and a member of Satanic Delco, where we all met. Right off the bat, I'm going to hand it off to this man over here. I am Johnny Voorhees. I am also a member of the Satanic Temple and a member of Satanic Delco. I'll hand it off to Daddy over here. I am. (laughs) Don't do that. (laughs) I appreciate it, actually. Thank you very much. I am Daddy. I am also a member of the Satanic Temple and the founder of Satanic Delco. Just hearing him say that makes me feel violated. (laughs) I think there's a form for you to fill out, isn't there? Mission accomplished. You can go to the office and fill out a form, yeah. You might get a referral. Sexual harassment. Oh, yeah. Hi, my name is Dennis Cruzen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a member of the Satanic Temple. I'm a member of uh, Satanic Delco. Hello, my name is Francesca Gentili. I'm a member of the Satanic Temple, and I'm a member of Satanic Delco. So who's got a story to tell? Who's had kind of a rough week, a good week? 
It's been a good week within our Satanic Delco group, I think. I don't know how much of it has really bubbled up to the page for everybody to look at, but I've been having a lot of conversations with new members that have just joined the group. We've talked, I think, before on the podcast about some of the press that we've gotten recently, some of the articles and things that have gone around our our local county here where we live. And through that bit of press that we've got, it resulted in quite an influx of new members to our group. Uh, and that's been really exciting. There's been a lot of great new people with lots of questions and stories to tell and just getting to know each other pretty much. And that's been a lot of fun. Nice little get together plan for tomorrow night too. Yeah. And make a big fire. Oh, yeah, I'm really excited for that. I like the first one we did. It was a lot of fun. There will be no babies. Just burnt crosses. Sorry to disappoint everybody. Burnt Cross, we're not there yet. I got to go to Home Depot. That's a, that's a project in itself. Maybe we'll make some new babies. So we're going to do... Uh, Why? Why? <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah. Satanic <laughs> So, um, I don't know. I was building the playlist for the show, and as uh, from everybody here's uh, input, and people on social media were chiming in on a couple of different posts with suggestions. And it, it felt ironic with Johnny getting kicked out a couple a couple weeks ago from um, and had to go to the principal's office. There's a song by Young MC. Has anybody else heard of him? Yes. Bust a move. Bust. Yes. No. Bust a move. That's all I know from him. Is that the same guy that I know him? Yeah. You know. Yeah. This is a cheer for all the fellas. Yeah. You know that, yeah. That one. Yeah. Him, oh, shit. You remember that one? Yeah, Young MC. Yeah, he was him. he was all about it, man. He was he was all over the what was it just or it was early nineties, early nineties, I yeah. believe. Yes. All right, so I'm going to start with since we're doing school related music, um, this old gem, and I love it because I used to I actually had the tape. I think the album was called I don't have my fact sheet in front of me, but Bust a Moo. No, it was Bust Bust something Bust a Rhyme. I don't know what it was, Bust but a Bust a Nut. It could be Bust a Nut. <laughs> there, Frankie. Thank you. You're right on cue there. I don't spend a lot of time in a principal's office. And that's what you can expect from this episode. We're just going to listen to music that's and talk pretty, shit. It's a pretty awesome intro. Yeah, and then... Definitely early 90s, you can tell by the beat. Gia. Uh, if I read the fact sheet correctly, the bassist from the Red Hot Chili Peppers is Blake. featured in this song. Oh, really? Yeah, see? I'm, I'm slacking. I got to pull up the Google Drive. Flea. He wasn't a bad, he wasn't a bad MC. He was actually pretty good. He has this track on the album called Fastest Rhyme. I think I still have it memorized from being like 11 or 12 years old, man, I swear. Everybody's just listening. Everyone's just listening. This is different. This is, I think, this is what's good about music appreciation. Day. I think. The music it's off to the principal's office. You go. The music video was nominated for best rap video in the, the 1990 uh, MTV Video Music Awards. Did it win? Yeah, they, he did no, a full-fledged music nominated. video. It's nominated. He was pretty good. Oh, there's Squeeze bass solo. Everybody's rushing down to the cafeteria. Love it. 
Thursday's lunch And when I tried the applesauce I heard it crunch I'm running up the stairs With a front tooth broken The nurse just laughed And said You must be joking I looked up at her With a How? smile on my face No joke cause my You didn't have the square pieces And the ice cream scooped mashed potatoes I drank my milk in a pouch Does anybody Did anybody else have a pouch We had this is this is still the era of like Dr. Seuss rap. Dr. Seuss. Yeah, that's like what it sounds like. The rhyming. Yeah, yeah. I got you. There's a good breakdown coming up. I think he calls it recess. Recess. Dr. Seuss rap. That's a good one. Never heard that before. What else would fall under the Dr. Seuss rap umbrella? I'm just curious. Almost all current rap. That's mumble rap well, bullshit. No, like all the stuff from this era, like the older stuff. Like just listen to any kind of early hip hop. You're talking about how they deliver? Yeah, and just yeah. like the real simplistic rhyme scheme, real predictable, you know? Yeah, I used to pass notes all the time in school. Did your teacher like read them out loud if she caught some, you doing them? Some would. Some were chill and, be, and the, you know what I mean? They, they take them and, and psych you out a little bit and then give it back to you and yeah. do it after class. But now the I don't know if I would ever go that far. To go to she literally shoved it in her mouth and ate it. Get in my The sure way to get it is to write another no. Oh, yes, a love letter. <laughs> love this shit. And I've said that three times, but this is some music may not be great in quality and content. It's all about the memories they give you that they're associated with. I agree. It was too late. We need to write another note because there would be no date. The teacher looked at me and I said, I know. It's off to the principal's office. I go. Yeah, like this. When I hear this dude rap, I want to just shove him in a locker <laughs> and like fucking noogie him. Like, bitch, get in there. Do not like them, Sam. I am. Do not like green eggs and ham. Johnny, I think you're onto something. Me too. I should. I should copyright that. So that was. I, I like that song. I think for its time, I think it was. It was catchy. I mean, you said it almost it, won that award, right? It definitely is catchy. Yeah. I mean, it was relevant. I was. But I, I think getting I like sent it. to the principal's office the yeah. first, you know, during that time frame this came out. Yeah. So I can. It was definitely relatable. So what about this one? Oh, now you're talking. Yeah, I can. I could keep this one on repeat. This video left a deep impression on a young, a young boy's mind. You know that's four bass drums spr uh, stringed together. Yeah. Yep. Great sound though. Yeah, it's just Nobody's talking during here. the drum solo. No. No talking during Eddie either. Dennis is here guitaring, by the way. This is... Yeah. The music video? Yeah. Yeah, the music video is the shit. Unreal. The beginning 
beginning just makes me want to close my eyes and listen. <laughs> I think I can thank this music video for my... Yeah, see, we, we should be watching the video to this one. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, it really... This one's all about the video. I mean, is this considered heavy for its time? For Van Halen, is it considered heavy metal? Nah. Pretty heavy. I would say metal. It's not hard rock. rock. It's not hard rock. Uh, or hair metal. I'll say hard rock. Like, there's nothing about Dave that is heavy metal. That's true. You know? All the education I think, I think that I missed. is hair metal, I think it was. No. Nah, hard rock. Well, they, can't, well, they were never considered hair metal. Van Halen. Van Halen? Van Halen's from the late 70s. You know, that's where they came from. They predate, really. I mean, they had elements. You know, Dave was real showy, and he had a lot of hair. But there was something monumental about this song. Wasn't this like the last song before the whole David Lee Roth drama that they yeah. that they did together? The last album he did. The last album, yeah. This is yeah. What you, you mean spe- before he left the band? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. like right, right when this came, this song came out. That's when all the drama started going yeah, down. I don't, I don't even remember exactly. Was that his night? The album came out in 1984. Yeah. So I have a fun fact to share about this song. All right. Would you like to hear it? Absolutely. Let's hear it. So a college student was actually expelled from their university for writing an essay about their teacher in reference to this song. Yeah, I give the guy credit. You know what? Uh, not all heroes wear capes. Like, props to him. I mean, I mean and, you know, <laughs> hopefully that, that teacher didn't take it to any unnecessary spots, even though that's every fucking teenage boy's fantasy. Another little fun fact about the music video, um, you know, the this, this scene where they're all in the tuxedos and, and he's dancing and singing, and they were known as Dave and the Pips. <laughs> now, uh, when he does the... Um, the catchphrase is, uh, you know, um, I don't feel tardy. Um, <laughs> I love that shit. Sit down, Waldo. Yeah. Waldo was uh, a young man in the video that didn't fit in. The voice of Waldo was done by the late Phil Hartman. Oh, from oh really? Yeah. yeah, from SNL. I had no idea. Mm-hmm. I did not know that. My favorite part of the whole thing is Dave with the, I got my pencil. <laughs> Give me something to write on, man. They had two different models as a teacher, uh, Donna Rupert and Lillian Muller. <laughs> Dave is the best. The clock is always fucking slow in school. Yeah, it was. I don't feel tardy. <laughs> oh, yeah, here we go. I think that that was planned. Or you think you just did that in the studio to do it? Dave's out of control. I can only imagine all the shit he did that we never heard. Yeah, he probably added right. that. Yeah, he was, doing, he was doing that shit for a whole afternoon. Frankie, when was the first time you heard this song? Right now. <laughs> Not right now. I'm familiar with Van Halen. Uh, the first time I heard this song, I mean, I've heard Van Halen like growing up, especially my uncle was like, really into that type of music, so... I don't know exactly, but I was pretty young. Yeah, I think my dad had this on vinyl, and then I forgot about it, and then MTV came along, and I saw the video, and that was it. Yeah, that video yeah. was a childhood favorite for sure. Woo! <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. Another one that I used to play at Max. I think yeah. I blew one of my dad's speakers to this song. The Crew. 
Now, isn't this a cover? Isn't this covered? This is a cover song. This is not their song. Yeah, I, I didn't realize that until I was researching it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this is an old jam, I think. It's a real old one. The original is, uh, was it Brownsville Station? There you go. Yep. I used to get away with smoking in the boys' room. That's where I would go if I couldn't get off grounds. Yep. Crack the window. Loud in school. <laughs> the coast is clear. It was a pretty good video, too. Nah, there ain't nobody here. Nick and Tom. Smoking in the boys' room. <laughs> was Mick Mars like 100 when they recorded this? Yeah, right. <laughs> a little bit older than the other guys. So when this song was written, it said that it took a half hour to write and an hour to record. Wow. That's the best. And that was it. Those are always was the best songs. How many of you guys watched that uh, The Dirt like docu-movie? I, I have not watched it. I watched it. I, I read the book when it came out, and I watched the movie. <laughs> Haven't read the book yet. I watched the movie though. I definitely enjoyed it. Machine Gun Kelly plays Tommy Lee, right? Yeah, yeah. Isn't Machine Gun Kelly with Megan Fox now? I yep. have no idea. Yeah, I think I saw that on my Facebook feed the other day. Okay. Unfortunately, I'd prefer not to know that. The, o- <laughs> the only thing I know about Machine Gun Kelly is that he was in the Motley Crue movie. <laughs> That's it. I saw yeah, I saw Kevin right Owens powerbomb him on WWE wrestling. Oh my goodness! I have to YouTube that afterwards. <laughs> yeah, there's actually footage of that. The wrestling runs deep here. <laughs> uh, a little bit. It's 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 it leans on me and Johnny. But yeah, I, I'm not gonna lie. I'm a old school WWF yes. boy. Yeah, we're more old school. Yeah. We're not really new school. If that makes a difference, which I don't think it does. But. Up with your rules, cause everybody knows that smoking ain't allowed in school. I think we should stick to podcasting, but I'm having fun. <laughs> now you know um the fascist dictator like principal in the in the music video? He's the uh you know the guy with the identical ventriloquist doll or whatever? Yeah yeah. You know who that was? That was um Michael Berryman, the guy from uh, the Hills, Hills Have Eyes. Eyes. Yeah, he's yes. in all the horror movies. He's, yeah. in, uh, he's in Weird Science. Yes, he has a prominent role in Weird Science. He was in uh, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Yeah, he's in a ton of shit. Just because he looked like such a creep. Right. He's such a creep. So apparently, one of the last times this was featured on an album was on a CD called Mullet's Rock. <laughs> this is an album celebrating one of the most embarrassing ha- hairstyles of all time what in bands hell? that wore them. That's fucked up. Molly Crew didn't have mullets, did they? There was probably a mullet phase, a brief mullet phase. Maybe early 90s, very late 80s, maybe. Mullet is School? Mullet. Yeah, we're taking a little page out of uh, Joseph's book here. Welcome to Diving the into the grunge. Where's Jerry when you need him? Fuck. He would love to be here. I love this fucking dumb jam. Wait, Frankie, did you just say what is a mullet? No, I said a mullet is still a mullet. Uh. Like, you know there used to be mullet? there used to be a website mullethunter.com <laughs> and it was I think it was mullet hunter and mullets galore it might still exist the mullet is coming back 
That is the ultimate collection of mullets. I've seen a couple mullets around. It really is. I'm about to pull it up. That might be my next hairstyle choice. Me too. (laughs) So this was written by Kurt uh, when he saw the grunge scene in Washington. um, Very similar to clicks at a school. I said it made him feel like he was in high school again. Just so uh, that I can say this on every podcast I'm ever on in my life, fuck Kurt. Can I just get that out there? <laughs> I can respect that. Fuck that dude. There's, there's, there's a weird duality with Kurt. I, lo- I love life. a lot of Nirvana songs, but fuck that guy. Any particular reason? Don't get me started. I got a lot of reasons. We'll be here all day. Top two. He's just... He's an insincere piece of shit. He would... He got famous, you know, he was in the right place at the right time with the right songs, and he got a platform. Thousands and millions of people were listening to every word that Kurt had to say. And so what did he do with it? He used it to talk shit about other artists that were out there minding their own business, making records and having fun and getting fans, just like he was. And they were all cool with him, but he talked shit on everybody. Talked shit on Pearl Jam, talked shit on Guns N' Roses, talked shit on Tool. He was just not a nice guy. You don't think any of that was PR-driven? I think almost everything he did was PR-driven. Well, I mean, like, but you the think role he, was maybe... he played, the role he played was the Omni... I'm the real punk rock guy. The real guy. individual, I'm the, yeah. yeah. I'm the underground king, and all these other guys are posers. No, He's you're the right. fucking poser. Fuck that guy. <laughs> that, that was perfect timing right there. He said it almost on cue. Now we got to make sure we talk about this song and review it heavily, just in case. <laughs> <laughs> Not mean. I think this is the most problem. This is the most song that probably everybody could identify with. Yes, absolutely. Even if you haven't heard any of the other ones, you've probably heard this song. This is one of the songs that I think my parents didn't like me listen to. They would always skip it. Like uh, this song, uh, Cocaine, when uh, that, that would come on, my mom would immediately scramble and try to fast stop the tape and turn on the radio and fast forward it. Sing it, Frank. Yeah. And she eventually gave up. Oh shit, girl. All in all, it's just a brick in the wall. I saw Pink Floyd live in concert in 1994. I wasn't even born. I was very jealous right now. Jesus. I'm old. It was at Veterans Stadium on the Division, Division Bell. Division Bell tour. I miss Veterans Stadium. And the Spectrum. I, I did love the Spectrum. Spectrum was great for shows. I think that was a great idea on Roger Waters' part to get the kids to sing that. Oh, yeah. I mean, had it been done before, like using children in a chorus and... No, I don't think so. Then, I really think it that that was a great idea. Speaking of children, was, has anybody heard the Devil's Dictionary? 
It was actually the, uh, <laughs> the producer, Bob uh, Erz, uh, Ezrin's Bob idea for the, uh, the, co- the, the, core, the choir chorus. Oh, so it wasn't Roger Waters' No, idea. it was not. Oh. He, used the, uh, he used the choir of kids when he produced Alice Cooper's Schools Out in 1972. Right, right. Nice. What year was this one? What year was the one? 79, I believe. David Gilmore with the bitchin' ass guitar solo. I fucking love that dude. His tone is amazing. And I just want to say, Korn's version of this sucks. Hey, fuck Korn. Why did they do that? <laughs> like I can, I can vibe with Korn on the occasional song. Like, but why did they do that? Them trying to play this guitar solo is terrible. Who? Why? Stop. Why would I just play think blind that- and shut up? <laughs> exactly. How is Korn covering Pink Floyd ever going to be a good fucking idea? I don't know, but I thought you ever hear them cover one by Metallica? I would never. Good no God! Way. I will never listen no to way. that. Terrible. There were some pretty ridiculous wash covers. Didn't, just for bringing it to this table. Didn't Post Malone just cover the fuck out of some Nirvana lately? Actually, that he, wasn't too bad. He did bad. a whole Nirvana set. Yeah, that's what I heard. I still have not heard it. it. It's legit. It's honestly it. really good. Really good. I just watched a whole long fucking podcast with Post Malone and Joe Rogan. It's you don't eat your meats. You can't have any pudding. Just let it echo. <laughs> right. All right. Chili pepper. Catholic school girls are the best. I agree. They Catholic rule. school girls do rule. They rule. They do. Except for those crazy devout ones that just... <laughs> yeah, that's a whole nother oh, they're story. they're the freakiest. What do you mean? Yeah, you just got to evaluate whether it's worth the effort trying to crack them. That's way back in the day. I'm not talking about something I do now, of course. I'm not gonna lie, I didn't. I've never heard this song. I haven't either. Before we started looking into this playlist, no. I don't. Is this one of their hits, or do people no. actually know this song? I mean, it's definitely no not idea. a hit. I do like right. it though. I'm not gonna lie. No, it's pretty good. Like I was just, I wanted to let it sink in because I only heard the first few seconds and I was pl- going through the playlist. I do like it. I never even touched one when you gave me the playlist. I was, I was bouncing around. This is my first time. Definitely different than I was expecting. It's almost Dr. Susie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, he did play on Young MC songs. Yes, so. that is true. We have a little connection here. I I think we are going to take a bathroom break. What do you guys think? Sounds good. Yeah. All right. We'll be right back. Now it's time to read the Devil's Dictionary. Today's word is blasphemy. Definition of blasphemy. The act of insulting or showing contempt or lack of reverence for God. The act of claiming attributes of a deity. A reverence towards something considered sacred or inviolable. 
blasphemy used in a sentence. The Satanic Temple acknowledges blasphemy as a legitimate expression of personal independence from counterproductive traditional norms. The Catholic Church condemned the man for uttering blasphemies. Thanks for joining us this week. We'll see you next time on The Devil's Dictionary. All right, and before we get back into the music, we have something special. We are about to be joined by one of our VIP patrons, Alex. Uh, Alex is about to tell us his story and how he got to Satanism, so we'll jump right into it. Alex, are you there? Yeah, what's up, guys? What's going on? How you doing? How you doing, buddy? Hey, man. I'm doing really fucking awesome, guys. Real fucking awesome. So right off the bat, uh, can you tell us how you found the podcast? We've been, we're only a couple episodes deep, and I'm just a little curious how you uh, came across this and what you're thinking so far. Yeah, so like one day I was just randomly stumbling across podcasts on uh, Spotify, and you popped up, and I was like, huh, different. You gave your first episode a listen, and I was like, holy shit, this, this is pretty fucking tight. It resonated with me. It resonated real deep with me. It's like, I, this is something I can fucking get behind. I live in the Midwest, nowhere near you guys. Uh, I've been listening to uh, a couple other shit before then. Something about you guys just uh, clicked. Well, thank you. Yeah, yeah we, Thank you very much. We've uh, we put a lot of effort in to try to balance it out, and so it's not so uh, AM radio-ish, if you know what I mean. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, uh, we, we, it's just we, we want to keep it fun and, and the cool part about this is, is we're not coming into this as experts at all whatsoever so that's one of the reasons why we, we chose the study hall format was just to simply you know be a little modest and humble and you know at the same time while we're trying to teach people what we're learning as we progress like we're still learning a shit ton every week because I mean for every topic we're going to cover you know we're doing a whole bunch of research and a lot of the content is is new to us so hey alex it's not even where he's here i got a question for you how long have yeah, you how long have you actually been an active satanist because for myself i've only i've only been a satanist for three months and i'm still learning so i'm curious as to how long you have actually been a satanist well as a member of tst only about a couple months uh as an active like you know card carrying member before then, I was a Levian, uh COS. I never paid that stupid two hundred fucking fifty dollars. That's ridiculous. For about five or six years. Before then, I was an atheist. Atheism is boring. You don't stand behind anything. There's nothing really. I uh, have a moral code. And before then, man, I was a Catholic. I think that's pretty much the uh, thing here. I think everybody was Catholic at one time. And that seems to be a common theme. Yeah, common theme. So what about um, your upbringing, specifically being Catholic and everything? What was your experience with religion? So uh, I was raised Catholic, grew up going to Mass every Sunday, vacation, quote-unquote, Bible study, bullshit. Went and I didn't kind of click with me that shit didn't make sense until I was in like high school. I uh, just started high school. My grandpa died of uh, COPD or something like that. And I was like, why? It's just, this shit doesn't make sense. And I just started asking questions. And nobody would have the answer. Nobody would have the answer. I was just, oh, it's God's will. And I just started getting into other shit, like looking into other outlets. The church, I realized it's real fucking corrupt. After that, 
Uh, I was just a straight up atheist, you know. Everybody kind of goes to the edgy phase. They're like, oh yeah, I'm an atheist, whatever, fuck you, fuck your religion and bullshit. Got real heavy into the metal scene. Went to the bookstore and saw a, you know, the Satanic Bible just sitting on the shelf. I was like, that's fucking cool. Got into college, started reading it a little bit, started becoming a leve, and hung up a, not a poster, but a fucking banner in my window. Just normal uh, Leviathan pentagram. Right. And I got told by our our dean that it fucking offended people. Like, how is this in any sense of the word offensive? Like, it, it doesn't. It didn't make sense to me. And it wasn't a religious because school or approach, anything, right? Did I get, no? I didn't go to a religious school. I went to a uh, community college. Yeah, but there, yeah, there's, so there's no semblance of you know religious, you know, a, a religion around it. So they, they were pretty much just going off of the complaints people were making where you were living. Yeah, exactly. That's I lived ridiculous. up on a, the third floor of this like apartment complex style dorm, and the dude who lived across the dorm from me, like on the opposite side, where I could see his window, had a cross in his window or had some fucking scripture on it. I don't remember what it's called. Just pissed me off. Like if I gotta take my shit down, he's gotta take his shit down. And he was like, "Well, people aren't finding that offensive." I was like, "I fucking find that offensive." And then I started doing a little bit of research, more got followed, starting started to follow the Church of Satan a little bit more. I was like, "Ah, dude, there's some shit in here that I'm not okay with." Like, I'm not spiritualist. I'm not about ritualism. That's cool if you are. I don't give a shit. That's fine. Then just fucking randomly. I stumbled across this news article because it was pretty close to Oklahoma. The temple was going to put up the the Bethlehem combat, the freaking Ten Commandments monument they had putting up there. And I was like, all right, this is some shit I can get behind. I can really get behind this shit. Yeah, that got a lot of people's attention. That's so awesome. You're like so and, uh, close to that, too. I was, I was just fucking blown away by the shit I heard. I mean, and... I started reading the tenets, and it wouldn't boil down to it. I mean, it already followed what I was already doing. Just don't be a dick. <laughs> There's yeah, really no other way yeah. of saying it. That's stated. Yeah, that's stated. exactly what I thought the very first time I went through and read all seven was that's just pretty much a mix of common sense and a guide of not being a dick to people. Yeah, common sense for sure. No, uh, but can we even say common sense anymore? No. Does no, common I sense exist? I, I I think we are finally at the point where all common sense is lost. There's no such thing as yeah. common sense. Sense is not common it's anymore. It's not very common, <laughs> no. No. You you have to search for fucking common sense nowadays and sometimes you have to slap the shit out of somebody to find it. Wanted to ask you, uh, now that you found the tenants, um, which one is your favorite tenant and uh you know why? So probably my favorite tenant science that our understanding is based off of science because I'm a huge, huge nerd. I studied pharmacology, biomolecular diagnostics. I studied a little bit of theoretical physics. I'm a huge Sagan fan, huge Hawking fan. And I was like, you know what? This makes complete and total fucking sense to me because there's shit that we're constantly finding out every day. Our belief should fit that. Hard, hard to argue with science. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just, it's hard. <laughs> People still will. They will. Now, what other type of roadblocks have you experienced as far as, you know, being a Satanist and being relatively out 
as you would say. I know you mentioned the flag and not being able to, you know, display and be proud of, you know, your 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 choice of religion. But is there anything like you're currently going through or any roadblocks that you've hit as far as, you know, that are that make it difficult to to be, you know, who you want to be? So, uh, you know, I I uh, a copy of the the Bible, the Satanic Bible, about three or four times. The first time it went missing. I don't know where the fuck it went. Second time I bought it, it wound up in the trash. Third time I bought it, it got ripped up in front of me, all through my spouse, because it's that con that you take out the Satanism part of it. It that's what it was. My spouse is Catholic, and it just freaked her the fuck out. She's like, I don't want any evil shit in my house. So that's I the mean, breakdown. It's the it's the involvement of Satan right off the right. bat. Like so, she it sounds like she she could vibe with the tenants, but has a serious what the fuck problem when it comes to like, you know, the blasphemy stuff and and Satan. So I have a question about that. Um, So with her being Catholic and you being a Satanist, how do you do that in your household? Like, have you ever tried to sit, sit down and talk to her and explain to her it's not satanic and it's not like evil promoting? Absolutely. Yeah. I all the time tell her it's non-theistic. I'm not worshiping any deity just a moral code to live by. I told her that I can be a good person, I can be moral and ethical without being spiritual. Uh, and just because it's, it's, I abide by tenet doesn't mean that I'm fucking down on my hands and knees, crawling, kissing the fucking cloven hooks of a goat. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that was very well said. well said. I might steal that from you after I, I, I listen to the podcast <laughs> and... Uh, anything else? Anything else stick out as far as because um, I know I know personally I I just recently uh, had a coworker approach me just a few days ago and somebody told me you had a you had a podcast about Satan. Why would you do that? And, and then they just looked at me with this blank stare and repeated themselves. Why would you do that? That's you, you're doing the devil's work. And I immediately went to like the Rob Zombie mentality, like from one of his films, be like, "Yes, I am here to do the devil's work." <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But I did. Those are some of my favorite movies. Absolutely. Uh huh. It was yeah. the first thing that that clicked, and I'm just like, "Listen, I'm like, pull out your phone. Here's a website. Read this stuff, and then come talk to me." So, like, that was pretty much it. Like, um, yesterday, actually, I wear St. Michael's pendant to work just because my wife had it engraved for me. So it's something to keep her satiated. But I also wear a Leviathan cross to work. You know, the duality kind of thing. I can uh, dig that. I had somebody come up. Literally, there was a prayer group. I shit you not. A fucking prayer group of about 15 fucking people outside of my job. And they wanted to pray with everybody. I had talked to my boss, and I was like, hey, I'm not fucking cool with this. I know they're non-denominational in school. I'm not going to go to this. I'm going to walk out and go go to fucking work. He kind of looked at me funny. He was like, uh, I'd appreciate it if you want. I was like, I know you'd appreciate it if I went, but fuck you. <laughs> so, so I walked past them all. Um, nobody else uh, that I work with has given me any problems. I've had to explain to them, hey, yeah, this is the tenants I abide by. Sometimes I'll even whip out my little, <laughs> whip it out, um, whip it pull out, out my membership card and just have them read the back of it where I have the tenants on the back. I'll just have them read the back of that. And like, oh, that makes actually a lot of sense. But the fucking prayer group just stared me down. 
like I was going to burst into fucking flames right yep. in front of him. Pissed me off so fucking much. I wanted to go back there and just give him all the middle finger and tell him, fuck you. But you know what? I remembered. Don't be a dick. Right. You know what? You do you. That's fine. I'm going to do me. All right. So um, it is Music Appreciation Day here on the podcast. So I'll ask you, what are some of your favorite devilish songs? Ooh, fuck. I'm real heavy into uh, Whitechapel lately. Possession is probably one of my favorite songs of all time. Hell yeah. I've been listening to a lot of 1782, a lot of Twin Temple, a lot of Rotting Christ. It's just it's it's hard to pick one, man. <laughs> or pick like even a handful. Yeah, have you uh, have you heard but, Zeal and Ardor? Yes. Actually I just listened to them this morning. Yeah, they they're... popped up on my uh Twin Temple uh shuffle playlist. Yeah, Johnny's going to be doing uh, a whole music review just like uh, he did with Twin Temple on one of our upcoming episodes. Like uh, Santa Muerte is one of my fucking favorite tracks. I mean, not only because it resonates with me and my culture, but... All right, man, is there anything else you um, you want to talk about? Um, I mean, because I know the only thing that I've got to say at this point is I'm so thankful that you you decided to share your story and, and call in and give us the opportunity to get to know you a little bit. And this is only the beginning. Like, this is, um, like, we're, I'm even ridiculously excited just to have us all under the same roof. Uh, no, it's a, it's a fucking miracle. Like, the weird thing is, guys, like, I... I'm completely fucking against Patreon. I've never been a fan of it. Uh, same with Kickstarter. I've always fucking hated it. Thought I was dumb as fuck. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I I played a uh, like played live played live music and work my ass off for what I do. Uh, but I fucking listen to your podcast, and even though I live way like the fuck away from you guys, I built a community. I, mean, I literally had to join Patreon. And make a fucking account just so I could support you. Oh, uh, you were probably cussing the whole true. time you were signing up every every yeah. screen that popped up these every time. Every time you click next, be being like, it. these motherfuckers better give me some shit to listen to. That's really cool, man. Thank you for supporting. Yeah, the seriously, podcast. big big thanks. Yeah, it's very greatly appreciated. Yeah, it's nothing good. Like, like just keep doing what you're doing. I mean, you're making an impact. Fuck you made an impact with me. Well, thanks, bro. Well, we're definitely going to reach out to you on Patreon. Um, and again, like, shout you out on every single recording that we make. And we'll be in touch. I'm sure we'll do this again very soon. All right, bro. Well, hail Satan. Thank hail you Satan. so much for uh, for being here. Um, we will definitely be in touch. And we'll talk to you soon. Yeah, buddy. Hail Satan. Yes, sir. Hail Satan. Absolutely, guys. Fucking hail Satan. All right. Uh, good morning, students and faculty. This is your principal with an important announcement. Satanic Study Hall is not affiliated with any other satanic organization. The views and opinions expressed on Satanic Study Hall are ours and ours alone. Thank you, and as always, Alright, so we're going to listen to some Britney Fox. I've never heard this before. Joseph, you know more about this. Yeah, this is one, again, that you really benefit when you get to watch the video. The visual really, for me, is integral to the experience. Especially during That's this whole That's my favorite sound of the day. The school bell. This guy's voice and his face and his mouth are so ridiculous. And his hair, it's so wild. 
80s. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Can you hit that note, Joseph? Hell yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, I think I think I might have heard you. Let's hear it. We're busy right now. Oh. Sounds like a cross between Blackly Lawless and, uh, fuck, I forgot who I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's probably the secondhand smoke, Johnny. Yeah, I think it's starting to get to me. Yes. Oh, Paul Stanley. Blackly Lawless and Paul Stanley. The teacher gives us a little uh, freedom in Music Appreciation Day. Who was it? Blackly Lawless and Paul Stanley. Gotcha. can't say that I don't hate it. Yeah, no, I'm actually enjoying it a, a little. So, oh, by the way, Frankie went to the nurse's office. Yes. I don't know if she's coming Frankie. back. I think she might have come back to class too early. <laughs> she was sick last week or yes, last time. Yeah. Let's hope she feels better. So we're cruising social media and we're seeing that we're getting some love from some of our local um, friends and definitely want to shout out Love City Satanists. Oh yeah, um, giving us some love on social media, letting their um, their network of people know about us. So that is fucking awesome. Hail Satan, gentlemen. Yes, and ladies. Hail Satan. And of course, you've got the friends of Philadelphia, um, the Philadelphia friends of the Satanic Temple. I think they're still chipping away at their chapter status. Joseph is rocking the fuck out As right he now. should. It's what it's all about. He, he made he made sure I knew about this song, too. You reminded me about it like three <laughs> times. And like I'm like, all right, I got you. This is the one we needed. Yup. Hey, was this one in... I think you, you brought up school, but you weren't too enthusiastic about... Nirvana. I do love that song. That, that is among my favorite Nirvana songs. Man, that guitar player shred. Yeah, dude. All these '80s players were shredders, you know. Got the little breakdown now. You know, the girl in this video is Kim Anderson. Uh, she was in David Lee Roth's California Girls, um, Guns N' Roses, sense. Patience video. Yeah, David Lee Roth sense. was in her. <laughs> yeah, of course. Oh my god. <laughs> Babylon AD's Bango the Bells. Oh, 80s video chick. You know where yep. we, and I would probably stupid bring this up, but next time we do this, we have to do a little bit more research on any potential, you know, true association with Satanism. Yeah. Like behind the scenes shit, not like stuff that's obvious that's out there, but mm. like look up like, you know, who may have been a member of the Church of Satan back in the 70s that's and the 80s. Yeah, in I like music. That. Yeah, right. Not necessarily focus on their music, but. Because I think a lot of that shit comes out after the fact. Yeah. And it doesn't really get publicized. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Love that. As a unison. <laughs> yeah. Just give me more shit like that. All right. I can give you a bitch school by Spinal Tap. What? <laughs> <laughs> I guess there's that. <laughs> it's actually a pretty good song. 
so while this plays, I want to talk about a few things. Um, there's a few new things with the temple that are going on. Uh, has anybody downloaded their new app? I have. I have not. I did. It was glitchy in the beginning, but it looks like it's it's. Uh, it took like a day or two, and it got a lot better. And then they updated their website. Uh, I'm glad they did that. Like it was okay before, but it's way better now. Yeah, it's it's better. Have you seen it, Dennis? What? Oh, you must have seen it. You've dumped like $200 in merch. And yes. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way you haven't seen that. And then, as in case our listeners don't know, Temple's also doing their scholarship program. I think they have two $500 continued education scholarships that are available. Oh, man. I just thought of another great one. Um, but it's mostly the video. The whole video is school. And it is great. Steel Panther, Death to All But Metal. Yes. That whole okay. video is just in school, in the classroom, and it's fucking great. And you'll recognize, if you watch it, you'll know the teacher right away, but I don't want to give it away. Yeah, I'm definitely going to have to do that. Well, Spinal Tap, thank you. Any other thoughts about Spinal Tap before I say see ya? I mean, I think it's great that they all played their own instruments. Yeah. I can't say I'm, you know, all into Spinal Tap. <laughs> all right, we're going to do this one, and then I think we might might be time to talk about Lucian's playlist. He's got a, a suggested playlist. I think we talked about it in the intro. So here's uh, some Tech 9. Oh. <laughs> Can you diversify oh, it a yes. little bit? I'm actually a huge fan of this song. I have played it in my vehicle on numerous occasions at max volume. I don't even listen, I mean, half the time I'm not listening to the music, it's just hype. Can't say the song's not relevant though. This is Tech Nine. Tech Nine. Well, Tech Nine and Chris Calico. God, I can get down with this. Yeah, I'm, I'm a fan. Yeah, I'm definitely down with this. Like, I could hear this if I was just mindlessly, like, exercising or something. Like, this could be on, and I could be like, okay, yeah. <laughs> that's about it. <laughs> People refer to him as like the greatest independent rapper of all time. Never Next signed to him. Yo Phantom. Yo, Fa- yo, yo Phantom. Look that guy up on YouTube. He's the truth. Hot fire. Are you ready for it? I am, sir. 
What am I ready for? It, apparently. It. you got to be ready for it. What is it? Can't say it. As Mike Patton would say, it's it. He does not like English lit. No, fuck it, apparently. Fuck English lit. Yeah, I feel like that's a stance many rappers would agree with. <laughs> <laughs> well, done, oh, was well done. Well, well done. I'm not even going to. There's nothing you can say to that. You know, he was uh, brought, up, brought up by his mother in a uh, strict uh, Christian tradition household. But he, uh, he studied Islam with his his, uh, his Muslim stepfather and later just, like, searched the truth in all religions. And, oh, shit. Yeah. He's definitely <laughs> got some shit going on upstairs. That's what is sure. this now? This is Not a Surf. Popular. Oh, that's right. This is a throwback that. to the 90s. Yeah, uh, remember this Very one. famous music video. Prolonging the situation only makes it worse. Very Weezer-esque. Yes. Who else does this remind me of? Um, cake. If you wanted to other yeah. Yeah, I can see that. They had a horn in it. I could see it even more, yeah. Right? The distance. Yep. It's that kind of vibe. Yeah, it really is. It's kind of cool that he only sings the chorus. And he just talks through the whole thing. Like, makes it like a speech. Fuck, did Cake have any school songs? <laughs> I'm popular. <laughs> I'm popular. This was definitely in a heavy rotation on MTV for a long time. Terrestrial radio, too. On the alternative stations. I, I can tell you any other Not A Surf song, though. No. I think they were one and done. This is the one. I'm popular. He's got his own car. He is the party star. He'll never get, get caught. caught. Yeah. Never last picked. He makes football bets. He's the fucking teacher's pet. Wow. This guy's got it made. He does. He is fucking popular. A one-month limit on going steady, and then on to the next one. <laughs> That's the message I'm getting. One-month limit. And this shit never, never caught me back in the day. It was produced by uh, Rick Okazic from, from the Cars. cars? From the Cars. Really? Wow. No shit. Every boy in the whole world would be yours. Well, what happened? I said bye-bye and hello oh, to the police. This is a good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love this song. I'm going to turn it up a bit. This is my kind of jam. <laughs> Play it, Stuart. See, I'm going to zone out and forget I'm on a podcast and start staring at the screen <laughs> out of my head. It has nothing to do with all the weed. No, not at all. <laughs> 
fucking dancing in my seat in a second. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yes. This jam is legit. There's a little story with this song. This is irrelevant for now, I guess. This song is about a teacher who lusts after one of his students. Sting was a teacher before joining the police and was no doubt the subject of a young girl fantasy. But he insists the lyrics aren't based on his personal experience. Of course not. Of course not. Now putting the speculation to rest, he explained on the DVD for his 2001 All This Time album that he made up the story. Hashtag the more you know. There you go. the best-selling single in 1980 in the United Kingdom. Really? Oh, in the United Kingdom. And it went 1981 and won the Grammy Award for the best rock vocal performance by a group. Well, that's ridiculous. Back in Black came out in 1980. So did fucking Heaven and Hell. Those Grammy people can fuck themselves. (laughs) (laughs) I really think they're, I mean, why would anybody consider the Grammy panel an esteemed panel. Like, who, who the fuck up? Who's made... What is the Grammy panel made up of? Who is it? Old people. It's gotta be. It's literally old, just rich old people, people in Hollywood. They're the ones that sacrifice the babies. People keep looking at us. What the fuck? Yeah. yeah. yeah he just said that, uh, just like the old man in the book from no- uh, Nabokov. Yeah. That's a, it's, it's actually he mispronounced it. It's the, uh, the author's name is the bow should be uh, stressed, oh. but um, that refers to the novel Lolita by that yeah. by Vladimir, and um, it's about the an older man who pursues underage women or underage girls. Oh boy! Wasn't the focus? I think. Hmm, do I have it wrong? It, the focus with Lolita is is it more about the old the guy trying to get younger chicks? Or is about that younger chick trying to get him? I'm not 100%. I didn't read right. it myself. I might, I might have that twisted. I'm not sure. So the only other facts that I can see, uh, any Office fans? Eh. Kevin Malone used this, uh, covered this song when, in an episode with Jim and Pam dancing or something. No, on Casino Night. And this song was featured on an episode of Friends and some pivotal episode on the one where Underdog gets away. Wow. I never watched Friends. I didn't get on that train. Now we're going to step back into the grunge. So this is Rival by Pearl Jam on the album... I don't know. What, what album is this off of? Riot Act. Or, or is it Binaural? Binaural, Binaural. <laughs> I couldn't level out the lines on the screen. <laughs> Leave it to me to fuck up the Pearl Jam album. Uh, Seriously. <laughs> don't tell Jerry. I mean, Jerry don't know one from another. <laughs> oh, he'd still rip you to pieces, or at least try to. But they're your favorite. I think this song was indeed uh, inspired by the Columbine school shooting. Yes, it It, was. It most certainly was. 
April 20th, 1999. I remember watching that on TV and, uh, what was that? Yeah, I was in sixth grade. It says on the lyric sheet that comes with the album, there's a note in Eddie Vedder's handwriting that says, Growing Up Gay in Littleton. Because mm. that's where Columbine High School is located, yeah. obviously. And obviously, this isn't the first Pearl Jam song about a high school shooting. Then in 1992, Pearl Jam's Jeremy is about a boy who shot himself in front of his English class. Man, these musicians hate English. <laughs> they do. Tech Nine was fucking hating England. Now, I mean, I didn't, I didn't even remember Jeremy. I mean, I knew about Jeremy, but it was English too. Well, isn't that a pumped up kids song? Kid, kids song about um... what, MGMT? All the other kids with the pump yeah, up kicks all. better run. But that's a fucked up song too. That's a school shooting that's song. Yeah, that. but that drives me crazy. See, man, what I'm sitting here giving Pearl Jam a try, and like I said, I always give you shit for Pearl Jam, but Pearl Jam's the best. No, I mean, this is certainly not the a song I would have used to illustrate that, but they are, you know. I don't know, man. We could get into it, we could get into some Pearl Jam. <laughs> this just this certainly isn't one that would be anywhere, you know, on the top half of the list, yeah, right? It's not necessarily a bad song, either. no, no. It's, it's not it's a bad a song, song, it's just definitely not... This is a song that belongs in the context of its album, and it works there. Yeah, right. I would never put this on like a playlist of Pearl Jam songs that I want to listen to, you know? So you know what I didn't mention before? The um, So this announcement on August 5th, I really, really hope, and obviously, listeners, I'm not quite sure if this is going to air beforehand bad at math when I've been smoking the Chiba, but uh, <laughs> I'm really hoping it's the ministry program. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping mm-hmm. for the same thing. All right, so I swear. we're going to take a break from the school stuff, and if I um, have my shit together here, I think it's time to jump to um, Lucian's Playlist. Is heavy metal really the devil's music? <laughs> Hail Satan! Yes, yes, Hail Satan indeed. So, like Bill said, we'll be talking about devilish tunes that were chosen by the founder of the Satanic Temple. Uh, these are songs that he feels are the, the most satanic. The first song on this list is Zeal and Order. The Devil is Fine. That's a wild jam. Yeah, it is. That is. And we're, uh, we're going to save our thoughts on The Devil is Fine for our next episode because uh, that's actually going to consume our entire review, right? Yes, it is. Perfect. Right on. Just like uh, Twin Temple on the last episode, this was my first time actually hearing Zeal and Order, listening to that. And it's definitely, it's definitely different than Twin Temple, I'll tell you that. All right, the next song that Lucian has is Ogre. The band's called Ogre, O-H-G-R, and the song is called Mind Made God. This is old, right? Is this old? Uh, All right, I just want you guys to listen to this. I need complete silence. I'm really going to try here. 
Insanity. A way to think a causal link that's broken into The thankless gift creates a rift that pushes past their love. Guys, I don't know. I don't know either. I think I just figured something out, Beavis. <laughs> what? That one can kind of fuck itself, I think. <laughs> yeah, it really sucks. It reminds me of something. I just can't. I can't put my finger on it. I know someone who would love this. Yeah, I know a few people that might like it, but this one's not my cup of tea. I'm indifferent about it. Fuck you, Ogre. Apparently, it's a side project of uh, some of the guys in the uh, industrial group Skinny Puppy. Yeah. Oh, okay. But, uh, yeah, that's all I'm going to (laughs) say. The next song everybody should know, though. And I think it's a, it's one of the best songs by this band. I think it's the Rolling Stones' "Sympathy for the Devil." Yeah, there's no there's no denying this song. So apparently, um, the history of "Sympathy for the Devil" is um, it's rooted from Mick Jagger. Uh, he read a book called "The Master and Margarita." By Bulga, Bulgakov? I think I'm pronouncing that right. B U L G A K O F. Uh, Bulgakov. I fucking love a, a margarita. Effort. A margarita pizza. Yeah. I fucking love that. Yeah, he was a Russian author who dealt with Judeo Christian themes. What the f? What, Joseph? He said margarita. <laughs> oh, okay. I, I totally missed the connection there. I really thought Made me you think just, of it. Okay. I really love margaritas, but that's just me. Mar- oh, I haven't had a margarita. Just, I totally missed Johnny's margarita comment there. Sorry to interrupt. <laughs> Sorry, John. And I think it should be required reading for the modern Satanist. Apparently, that Lucian said that about, about that book. Hmm. And the next song needs absolutely no introduction at all. All right, maybe it does. <laughs> Is there a delay? <laughs> all right, a, here we go. Mate. Here we go. The next song is Iron Maiden, The Number of the Beast. Uh, so I just I fast forward a little bit. I'm an impatient man. I can definitely dig this one. Yeah, I, mean, I was raised on this shit. I was fucking from the number of the beast. I was huge into Maiden when I was a kid. Oh, definitely. First album to feature vocalist Bruce Dickinson. I saw Iron Maiden in 1988. Nice. I was 10. I went with my mother. I was a year old. <laughs> I was it, nine. It wasn't even my first concert. Before that, I saw Michael Jackson. Oh, jeez. Oh, shit. <laughs> All right, there was, and uh, for this song, uh, they, there was a hysteria that arose from claims that they were causing suicide. Yeah, of course. And driving children to commit murder. Mm. Iron Maiden driving people to commit murder. Fucking, Fucking rock Iron and roll. Maiden. This rock and roll. Yes. It's killing everyone. Listen to him. Listen to Bruce. He can still do that shit, too. Did we cover that the um, the movie or the song was influenced by the uh, 1978 movie Damien Omen 2, which is about a 13 year old antichrist? Yeah. My son is 13. Uh oh. Uh oh. Oh, here comes the chorus, the best part. 
Spawn to be released. Alright, the next song on Lucian's playlist of the most satanic songs. Poor Maiden. Is in Slaughter <laughs> Natives. Plague Walk My Earth. I don't know if I'm I like eager this, to hear this. I don't one. like the sound of that. <laughs> I already hate it. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, go to the chorus. I, think I just figured something out, Beva. <laughs> what? <laughs> this sucks. <laughs> yeah, it really sucks. When does it start? It sounds like. I think me and Bill were talking about this before we started recording. It sounds like the, the main boss in a video game. Yeah, like I'm on a quest. Gotta find the. I'm on a quest for a fucking catchy song right now. Well, I seem to be far from my goal. There's a man coming around <laughs> taking names. <laughs> did we just skip that whole part? <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> Sorry, in Slaughter Natives. And obviously, this is Johnny Cash. The song's called The Devil to Pay. Who's Johnny Cash? Oh, some guy. If Frankie was here, she'd be like, "Who's Johnny Cash?" Yes, I know. That's, that's sad. That's Just where that's where Frankie. we that's where we gotta come in. Just kidding, Frank. Don't be mad. Here's that's where we gotta come in. Here's, here's, a, here's a fun fact about Johnny Cash. Quentin Tarantino. I mean, it's true, but I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm not telling it now. Sorry, Johnny. Guy. No, fuck you. You've got nothing to lose but your soul, girl. And you only Quentin Tarantino originally called Johnny Cash the original gangster rapper. <laughs> what? Okay. As, okay. Opposed, as opposed to Ice T? That's what he said. I didn't say it, he did. I do love Quentin, but I'd love to hear him elaborate on did, that point. Did you just say Ice T was the most gangster rapper? I mean, he was the original gangster. I mean, his album's fucking called Original Gangster. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. All right. The next He's a song, candidate. The next song on Lucian's playlist is, is a song by Beck. It's called Devil's Haircut. Look at little Beck. And he's quoted by saying, I don't really know what haircut the devil would have. I can't even decide if it would be a haircut to emulate or one to run away from. I guess that's the great art and mystery of the music. That's what he says about the song. I'll tell you, I'm not really a big fan of Beck either. I think the most I ever get out of Beck is a loser. I don't give a fuck about Beck. I don't either. Fuck Beck. Oh no. Are you a fan of him, sir? No, I mean you got to give the guy his fucking you know, credit when he credits. I due. think he's. I, 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 I mean, I think he's talented. Unless but we're just, talking about Pearl yeah. Jam. <laughs> yeah, I mean we could. We could. <laughs> Eddie Vedder kicked the shit out of bed. <laughs> I agree with that. Is that it for the list? Yes, sir. That would be it. That would be it. That is the last song 
Well, props to Lucian. Yeah. I can dig it. A couple of them. Not good job, so Lucian. Yeah, I don't know what good. you're doing over there listening to some of this stuff, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that fucking ogre song. Jesus. But now I was also reminded last minute that we couldn't forget about a certain song. So if we don't go back to some of these school songs, I want to go right into some Twisted Sister. Oh. Oh. Oh, be cruel to your skull. Of course. Be cruel to your skull. <laughs> Fucking D. Snyder. Yeah, this one, it's got a. It's got Alice Cooper, um, Brian Setzer, um, uh, Billy Joel. And Billy Joel? Yeah. Billy Joel is actually on the mm-hmm. song? Wow. And, um, oh, what's the last one? Shit, what was the last one? I didn't even think about him. I mean, Brian Setzer, I'm sure that he's probably got some school songs. Being that, that all that rockabilly. Man, I love some of that old Stray Cats shit. Twisted Sister, I, I think I told the story earlier. Um, I have video and pictures of me shaking my crib, rocking out, so we're not going to take it. That's Every time great. that song would come on the yes. radio, I would flip out. It was... Yeah, never forget it. That was the jam back in the day. My parents kept it alive too throughout my entire childhood, and made they made sure I remembered it. So while we're listening to some Twisted Sister, um, which is a really fucking good song, uh, I want to shout out our Patreon, our patrons. I, they're not Patreons. Why do I keep doing that? It is a, a little confusing. Our patrons from our Patreon, uh, we have a couple of new subscribers, a couple of upgrades, and. We are almost at 10, and we've been on the air for how long? Not long. Not long at all, sir. Three weeks. Three weeks. Three weeks, yes. So, again, uh, I can't thank all these awesome people and contributors enough. So I'm going to start out with Dodge (laughs) DeLezel. I'm sorry, Dodge. I'm doing my best. It's... It's Dodge. <laughs> I'm sorry for butchering the last <laughs> Please piece. Please forgive us. Um, thank you for kicking ass and donating some of your hard-earned money to us. We um, we hope to interact with you on social media. We also have Thomas Jacob, who just joined us as well. Uh, he's on our 666 tier, so welcome, Thomas. We're glad to have you here. Make sure to catch up on all the Patreon's material, because we're, we're about to give you guys some, some really good stuff. Big shout out to Alex. Uh, had a good conversation with him today. Yeah, thank you, man. It was a lot of fun. Yes, it was. Thank Alex you very much. is at our twenty dollars VIP patron level, and we again uh, definitely. If you, I, I got to listen to that conversation again. Like he's a really cool guy. Yeah. I hope to meet him sometime. Yeah, definitely. And then we've got Nick. Nick, he's uh, at the. Um, he was at six sixty six level, and then he is also. I believe he's in our group. He's a member of Satanic Delco as well. Yes. We, so shout yes. out to Nick. Um, we're glad you're here with us. And Charmaine, a uh, huge shout out to you what and the up, be- girl. To you and the Bean. We love um, you. We, yes, absolutely. We we're send our love. We're thinking of you and the Bean, baby. You right oh, now. The bean. Jesus Christ. A jumping Boing. bean. A jumping bean is a happy bean. Uh, <laughs> and then Kat, thank you for being here. 
still and hanging out with us. Yes, well, um, Kat is right on our social media posts. Yeah. When I when I post something like on Facebook, like she is, she's right there. Whether sharing it or liking awesome. it or hearting is, it. Is, do we know Kat? Is she in the group or no? Cat no, Cat is not in our group. Cat okay. uh, is one of our listeners. I guess found us in um, Sweet. the worldwide wide world of podcasting. Uh, which is awesome. I'm glad that we've expanded a little bit beyond our comfort zone and, and, yeah. and got What's some new up, mirrors. Girl? Yes. Mr. Rob. Thank you, Mr. Rob. We Thank appreciate you, you um, continuing your patronage. Uh, take care, Frankie. She's probably on her way home. Hey, Tim. The <laughs> Tim the Tool Man. <laughs> right, do it again. Tim the Tool Man. Uh, what's up, Tim? Thanks for hanging out with us still. Um, we, we hope you're enjoying what we're doing. And definitely reach out to us on social media. Uh, we'll have Dennis or myself just check in with you. And make sure you're aware of all the good stuff that you can watch. And then, of course, we have Allie. Allie. Allie is, uh, she was, her and Tim were, again, I say it every episode, but I should. They were the blind faith followers. Allie's fucking out of control. Yes, she is. Love Allie. Out of control in a good way. Sure. Is there such, well, I guess there is such a thing as bad out of control, but she seems to have her stuff together. I think she's back to school, too, so shout out to you on that. I remember you telling us on, um, that you were going back to school and continuing that education. Congrats, Good for you. Good for you. Oh, so that's pretty much it. So if you want to subscribe to our Patreon, we're easy to find. Just search Satanic Study Hall. And then on social media, email address, very simple. Satanic Study Hall at gmail.com. What am I missing, Dennis? You can hit us up on uh, Twitter at Satanic SH. You can hit us up on Instagram at Satanic Study Hall. Patreon at, study, you know, at Satanic Study Hall. On you can get all the links off yeah, the what, website. Yeah, what's our Reddit? Reddit's just Satanic Study Hall at yeah. Satanic Study Hall. Then, uh, yeah, we have our website that, you know, SatanicStudyHall.com. That's going to be revamped and, revamped and upgraded very soon. All right, gentlemen, anything uh, anything else that we missed? Anything else um, that you want to cover? Well, in that song, I think the person we were missing was Clarence Clemens. Yes, the, that's the, it. The, uh, yes. Horn player. There you go. During the solo. Rest in peace. Great saxophone man. player, yes. So we got one more, and I, save, I try to save the best thing on the playlist for last, or at least the most appropriate. Oh, uh, yes, I'm Alice Cooper. Can't go wrong there. I used to go crazy in my living room with this song, me and my sister. I'll still get crazy in my living room once in a while with this <laughs> shit. Something about his voice back in the day, man. Yeah. Just hits that spot. Remember, he was on Wayne's World, right? Was yeah, he, he was. Yeah. yeah. Oh, his father was a preacher. Real name is Vincent Bernier. <laughs> Alice Cooper is just the difference between him and people like Marilyn Manson. <laughs> and that he leaves the crowd in a good mood. Manson leaves them depressed. <laughs> I don't know. I've seen Manson many times. I've never left depressed. I was actually backstage to Manson and Rob Zombie down in um, Atlanta in uh, 2018. That shit was so much fun. And obviously this was his biggest hit. 
And another song that features a chorus of children, obviously. We mentioned that before with another Brick in the Wall Part 2. The album opened up like a school desk and, school desk and contained a pair of paper panties. <laughs> <laughs> what, you say paper panties? Paper panties, yeah. Wow. And Soul Asylum covered this song for the film The Faculty oh, in 1998. Fuck Soul Asylum. I haven't heard that one. We don't need to. The song was featured in um, the horror film Scream in 1996. It blasts from stereo after a principal announces classes are suspended. Wow. Actually, speaking oh, you know of what we didn't we didn't do uh, Rock and Roll High School. No, we didn't. No, we didn't. Damn. I know it was up on the playlist. Oh, okay. We, we can't get other, to everything. Yeah, there's a couple on here that we had to jump around from. I didn't get to play the Crash Test Dummies. Darn. Oh, and you were going all, you were, you were all about that There song. was this kid <laughs> who got into it. No, I won't do it. <laughs> Out. Fantastic. Perfect ending. All right. Uh, we've been rocking out in Music Appreciation Day for quite some time. Um, I think the bell might be ringing soon. I do want to thank some people. Uh, Alex, once again, thanks for calling in and talking to us today. Um, glad to learn your story and definitely going to have you on again. Shout out our friends uh, and the Love City Satanists. Uh, shout out to Delco Jesus and Philly Jesus. Uh, All the Jesuses. We love you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we love y'all. Uh, I have something um, brewing on that note, but more to come on that. I'll post it online if it becomes something. Just you guys. It was good to have everybody under the same roof. It was good. Um, yeah, it felt great. Good to the see rotating, you guys. Uh, thank you. The thank rotating you. bench of Satanists came together. It was fantastic. What about you, Johnny? Yes, we're definitely glad to have Dennis back. Of course. Hi. Hi, Dennis. It's me. Yeah. Frankie, we hope you feel better. Yes. Sorry that you didn't get to uh, witness this shit show. Yeah. At, least, at least, you know, the first half of it. Joseph? Uh, that's it. I'm going to keep on doing the Satan thing. Don't be a square. <laughs> <laughs> and Dennis? I actually want to shout out to this man, uh, Greg. He's basically keeping in contact with me every day since I left the um, the rehab. You know, he's just a good... Uh, Good support system. He's been uh, he's been really great. You know, every morning we do a, a daily reading. I think two of the uh, these two really good um, counselors in the place said they were going to tune into us. So if they're listening, what's up, guys or girls? I should say. Um, but yeah, no, they they were great. So that's all I got. Awesome. Well, once again, thank you all for listening. Thank you to our patrons. Uh, thank you for people that have been looking out and um, subscribing to our podcast on various forums and tune in rated right when we launch a new episode. We appreciate it. So on that note, hail Satan to all the listeners. Hail Satan to you guys. Hail hail Satan. Satan. We shall Satan. see you hail next time. Oh,
Let's go, what a 